catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Wednesday morning, July 6th. I'm Ezra Sheffield, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Inflation continues to increase the cost of living across Florida. One major area of concern is the price of property. As property values increase, so do the property taxes on those homes and buildings. However, the Palm Beach County Commission is considering lowering the local tax rate to help keep prices from rising and pricing out longtime residents. WLRN's Wilkin Brutus caught up with Palm Beach County's Mayor Robert Weinroth to learn more about how lowering the tax rate will affect the county. UN County Commissioner Mac Bernard suggests lowering the countywide millage rate, which is the local tax rate to determine property taxes for homes in the county. And that could help homeowners save some money. Why do you believe reducing the millage rate is the right approach? Well, I think it's uh, several factors are playing together. The first, of course, like you said, home values in Palm Beach County have gone up significantly over the last year. We're looking at numbers that approach 30 to 40 percent in some areas. Now, that is not going to be the kind of increase we would see as far as the revenues coming to the county because of homestead and because of other factors that keep property taxes down. The property appraiser has reported to us that right now we can anticipate between 13.5 and 14% increase in the value of real estate in Palm Beach County over last year. So that means that if we keep the millage exactly where it was last year, every one of our taxpayers is going to see a significant increase because of the value of their property. And I'm looking to make that a little bit less onerous, especially with the other factors of inflation, gas prices, food prices, rent, insurance, you you name it, it's there. If the board lowers the millage rate to possibly keep people's taxes the same, what will that do to municipal budgets? What we need to do is make sure that we are adequately funding the services that our uh, constituents, residents require and that means safety, that means the services that our county staff is performing on a daily basis, and all of those services have gone up in cost as well as the cost of running a household. So salaries have gone up, uh, supplies have gone up, everything has gone up. So we're going to have to, in of necessity, increase the amount of the budget for this year over last year But what Mr. Bernard or Commissioner Bernard and I are talking about, that we want to see if there's some way that we can temper the increase. Isn't it usually seen as a good thing when property values increase? In this case, are we seeing families getting priced out of Palm Beach County? Well, it's too much of a good thing, unfortunately, because like you said, we're finding that the ability to find affordable workforce housing in our county is diminishing. You can't have prices going up 30 and 40 percent without making a major impact on families that are trying to live in the county and work in the county. Mayor Weinroth, we've seen the new financial firms that have made Palm Beach County their new home now. And according to the New York Times, Manhattan transplants who've moved to the county during the early stages of the pandemic 
earned an average income of nearly $730,000. How has that influx of wealthy people affected the affordability of homes in Palm Beach County? Well, you've, you put your finger on it because we're getting a lot of transplants who are arriving with a fistful of cash. They are looking at these values compared to what they left behind in the Northeast. They say it's a bargain. They look at our taxes down here and they say, wow, this is much nicer than what I left behind. And so they're in a much better position to be able to make offers on, uh, on real estate, usually over ask and usually without any mortgage contingencies, that they are ready to be a cash purchaser. Comparing that to the people who live here, it makes them have an advantage. That was WLRN's Wilkin Brutus speaking with Palm Beach County Mayor Robert Reinwath about potential property tax cuts. Now let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. Legislation that took effect July 1st will place 12-year term limits on school board members and increase public scrutiny of school library books and instructional materials. Lawmakers have considered imposing term limits on school board members in previous years, but have never passed a bill until now. The measure is not retroactive, meaning the 12-year clock begins this year. Another part of the proposal that has generated controversy is aimed at giving parents and members of the public increased access to the process of selecting and removing school library books and instructional materials. The bill allows school districts to remove or discontinue materials as a result of an objection under the procedures outlined in the measure. A Leon County Circuit Judge has backed Governor Ron DeSantis' administration in a dispute about a decision to shut off federal unemployment money for jobless Floridians. Judge Lane Smith's ruling rejects arguments that the state improperly ended participation in June of last year in the Federal Pandemic Unemployment Compensation Program. That program provided $300 a week in federal aid on top of the state's maximum $275 a week unemployment payments. The payments could have continued until the following September, but the DeSantis administration stopped them in an effort to spur people to return to the workforce. Smith said the state was not required to participate in the program. Over 735,000 passengers made their way through Miami International Airport this 4th of July weekend. Despite inflation and high flight prices, it broke its own record again. The airport saw a 10-15% jump of travelers this year when compared to last year. Airport officials say their busiest day was Saturday, with over 149,700 passengers. That includes departing and arriving flights. But MIA did not avoid the onslaught of flight delays and cancellations impacting the U.S. There were over 1,100 delay flights between Thursday and Monday, and 123 flights were canceled. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Ezra Sheffield, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a wonderful Wednesday.